Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Lori and Julia for Ann Tressler and her family law team at Tressler Law. Julia, we're all ready to make this year so much better than the last. There are reasons for optimism and getting our lives back to normal, maybe even better than before. Lori, you're so right. For some of us, getting back to normal means moving forward with the next step in our lives. For many, that means the decision to move forward with divorce. I know from my own experience with Anne and her team that it's important to make sure you are protected and have someone on your side to look out for your best interests and save you from costly mistakes in the future. Helping people make the best of a bad situation is what she does. She can take the burden of the divorce process off your shoulders and guide you through the system so you can move forward and give your family the best situation possible. You can get a free one-hour divorce consultation in person or over the phone if that's where your comfort level is. You can get in touch with Anne and her team at TrustlerLaw.com or by using MyTalk keyword divorce. All right, my talkers, it is Thursday. It's a little snowy out there. I don't know about you guys, but I've had enough of the snow. But you know what? Lori and Julia here to get here. We're going to forget about this snow for a while because you guys are going to make us laugh, right? Yes. And you know what? I was glad to see the snow come because all that rain on Monday was screwing up with our paths, our skating rinks, all the winter stuff that people like to do. Yeah, so I'm glad. Let's get some new snow and freshen it up. Got it. Julie, I felt real bad. I thought of you. I thought, oh, if Julie were here, she'd be fretting over the fact it's raining on Martin Luther King Day, a big school holiday, a big place for local day for local skiing. Skiing. And it poured. It poured the whole day. I was like, we were in Seattle. I... I'll never forget once. And I'm like, oh, those poor skating rings. In the pouring rain Rain. in the UP with little kids. Oh, Oh, And it was just, and you know, the runs are a little longer there. Yes. And it was pouring. We were soaked so many layers through. And you couldn't get off the chairlift and you couldn't get down. It was just like. It's not good. Oh, we were so wet and cold. No. But you know what is good? What? Happy birthday, Dolly Parton. Oh, gosh, yes. Our, Our favorite person in the whole wide world. She's a wonderful woman. She's 77 today. That's right. 77. And Julia, we posted her life in pictures. Yes. Because I wake up, you know, this morning and after I'm done watching, you know, my morning programs and a little late night, I thought, oh, I'll go see what's on Twitter. And I'm like, why the hell is Captain Kangaroo twin? <laughs> Apparently, Dolly Parton. I almost could taste my Frosted Flakes or um, the other one. Puffed, that I loved um, Captain Crunch oh. and sugar snacks. Yeah, sugar snacks were very good. Snacks, oh, the snacks! They had the mm. best milk. But Dolly was on Captain Kangaroo back in the day. Back in yeah. the day, was and she one of the helper people, or she, she was just came a performer? Out, this would have been after she was on oh. Porter Wag, or you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. It's sixties, but that clip was trending, and I thought, 
how did that Captain Kangaroo not scare me with that hairdo? I, we all watched it. I know, but that <laughs> hair alone made yes. him look like such yeah. a creep. But that's why Captain Kangaroo is trending because Dolly was on Captain Kangaroo and then people started reminiscing. So I'm glad you posted her life in pictures. Okay, I've got There's like, actually it's actually uh, not just a life in pictures. It's like a life mo- it's a video so you can watch it and it shows like her oh. doing different things on TV all the way back to the beginning of her career towards even now. So it's she's kind of changed. like a video. Her looks have changed. Of course. She's her plastic surgery is excellent. 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 You want to know who did it. All right, so here's the deal. So Duncan Hines had the Southern Banana Cake Mix partnership with Dolly Parton. Oh yeah, we got. Uh, that. I've got the cake mix. The mother daughter team from Rochester sent it to us. Yeah, yes. mm-hmm. you were gone. I took it. I had it for like a month uh-huh. or two. Mm-hmm. No, I've had it for two. And months. Jeff even went out and bought the pudding and the extra eggs and the cream you need to make it because it needs way more things. A lot of ingredients. It does. I looked at the box and I was like, I got to go to the grocery oh, store. He went out and bought it all. And I never made it. And then you were harassing me. I should have. And I'm like, fine, you You take it. it. So now you've had it for a couple months and it's still not made. But her partnership is expanding. So here's a couple things to celebrate her 77th. Nice. Her partnership with Duncan Hines. She's going to do cornbread mixes. Perfect. She's doing biscuits and brownie mixes. Oh, wow. She's doing um, the rock um, album. That kind of, she was inspired when she was inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Her partners, Paul McCartney, Elton John, Simon LeBon. Mm-hmm. Um, she went to the... Cher. Cher, Pat, Benatar, Joan Jett. We got a whole bunch of great people. And iconic, iconic singers, Ringo Starr and Mick Fleetwood play on it. Mm-hmm. Um, other, Stephen Perry, John Fogarty. The one who said no is Mick Jagger. And they're doing satisfaction with Brandy Carlyle and Pink. Oh, I love that. I like mm-hmm. that trio. I like that. Yes. Uh-huh. Now I feel real good because, Julia, for the My Talkies, which kicked off today, I voted once already oh, today. Yeah. You can vote from every machine, That's people. Right. Just once, though. Um, and we want to take home the gold. Well, I don't really care <laughs> about that, but like I do care about some of the categories. But our pick for Lifetime Achievement Award was Dolly Parton. Oh, fantastic. Right. Because I thought, I don't know who had a bigger, better year in 2022. Seems like Dolly, you know, the, just everything Dolly. The and Patterson, she- James Patterson run. Rose run is being made into a movie now. Yeah, all these things. So the Queen Eve. was picked by Bradley and Dawn. Oh, that was a good pick. Okay, and then Harrison Ford by Donna and Steve. No. Michelle no. Yeoh. No. Um, she's going to win acting. And then Angela Lansbury by the Academy. But to me, the Lifetime Achievement Award is for somebody who's alive. Oh, I love it. I and love so, it how it, it It's going to matter no, whoever we yeah. have in. So the Queen and Angela are gone. So the Maitakis, the Academy should have had a quick category that people will miss the most who died in 2022. Oh, yes. Oh, That's a category. So funny. That I would have had Leslie Jordan. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. that could have Betty been a category, yeah, yeah. but you don't give Lifetime Achievement Awards to people who are dead. So if that persuades your voting. <laughs> Sorry, that is just an excellent so, point just by the so. name of the award. Ward, you're Life alive. Time. Must be Love alive. It. Can I just add two more things to Dolly then that she's doing? Yes. She's starting her own TV network. Oh, my gosh. And she might have her own singing program on the network. Mm. She's going to have movies and she's doing a cookbook with her sister, Rachel. Oh, my gosh. And the movie is based on the novel she wrote with James Patterson, Run, Rose, Run, which I read. Um, anyway, she's 
He's she not is stopping. Dumping. She is for 2022. She achieved the most. I would mm-hmm. agree. I, hands down. Yes. Everything Let's, that she I, did. Everyone just stop what you're doing, doing and, and go to your machines. Dolly. I mean, I'm, all of the categories are up, Julia. The the T it's the categories are TV streaming show of the year. I feel, you know, that's going to be a tight one. Uh, I think it's going to come down to Wednesday, which yes. you and I picked. White Lotus. And then the dreaded Academy, Yellowstone, and none of the Academy even watches Yellowstone. This was the weakest season they had. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. So it really is going to come down to White Lotus and Wednesday, I think. Mm-hmm. But po- numbers-wise, not to, you know, we'll be doing this. Numbers-wise. Not to sway anyone's voting. Numbers-wise, Wednesday, hands down, wins because it is the um, third most watch show of all time Mm -hmm. and it is only behind squid games which came out two years ago and stranger things Things. which is on like its fifth season so wednesday's clearly the streaming it was the bin it also had broke a record for like the most amount of binging hours in its first week of release yes is some other record that it's in the top two yeah it's so good it's so So good real good about that category in lifetime achievement other ones you know who knows but it, it is it is kind of fun but we did get stuck with some picks that weren't our original picks i just want you to know okay. while you were gone it wasn't because people were just everyone dropping had the, the same pick yeah all of us had for what the hell the wtf moment yes. of the year i think every show picked the oscar the slap. slap yeah yeah and um you know who got it jason and alexis oh mm-hmm. oh, oh, oh oh yeah yeah all right. Yeah. Well, when you think about it, wasn't that one's going to win. It wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> no, and that one's going to win. It's, of course it is. It's Nyquil Chicken, Adam Levine screenshots, Heidi Klum worm costume, and uh, T.J. Holmes and Amy Ad- uh, whatever no. Amy, Amy Robach Scandalo. I mean, it was Oscar slap. It was the slap. So that is world. the clear winner. Yes. Yes. And please go ahead and vote for that because we're all. When I voted today, I didn't vote for our pick. I no. voted for that. Well, that because that was because really that's and the I tried answer. to argue with Amy yesterday about why. How was it that Jason and Alexis got that pick? <laughs> and they could. No one could they answer. They're the me. first show on in the day. <laughs> that basically is it. They were drawing numbers out of a hat. There you go. For some of the ones, because we had some of the same answers. Yeah. And all four shows picked the same thing. Well, we must have gotten some that well, other we people got the didn't Kanye, get. Ass Hat of the Year. I feel real good about that. Mm-hmm. So Kanye pro- versus Elon, yeah. James Corden. Everyone got a good one. Yeah. Yes. Everyone got one because they pulled Everyone. four different names out of the hat of shows. That's right. Yeah. So they're the my talkies. They're up right now for something to do if you want. Fun. Yeah. Totally fun. Yeah. Do you go mind? to mytech1071.com. Do you mind before we go if I give one quick shout out? Please. There was a very nice, I was at Lily's nurse's Christmas party. I know it's a little late last night, but her coworker nurse, Jenna, came up to me and she said, my grandma is the biggest Lori and Julia oh, fan yeah. on the planet. Grandma Diane is her name. Hi, Grandma Diane. So grandma I just, yeah, I just want to say hi and thank Aww. you for always listening. And I wanted to give her a shout out because this is going to make her day. And so thank you for de- always listening, Grandma Diane. Aww. That is so nice. We do keep a lot of people company, Grant. We do. We a do. A lot of people thank that might be lonely. Not yeah. saying Diane is lonely, but I'm just saying. Yeah. No, I know. There's, Lonely people that count on us all over the world. Julia. Lori, I absolutely 
love you. And the thing about counting it on us, if you live right here in the great state of Minnesota, the That's My it. Talk app, if you listen to it, yes. you can win tickets to the Billy Joel Stevie Nicks concert. And Sam Smith. And Wow. And next week, we're giving away Madonna. All right, we oh. got to go. It's our story we can't get enough of. We'll be right back. All right, gang, it is us. We absolutely love Hammer and Eggs. And if you guys haven't been there before, I had a couple friends who went there over the holidays, and they're like, Julia, we hear you talking about it all the time. We're going to go. Yeah. Loved it. Loved the service. What Loved were they the looking for? Carpeting pricing. or pricing? Were they getting pricing? Pricing and, and luxury, the wide plank vinyl flooring, because it looks like wood. It does. I mean, it is it's so beautiful. amazing. And they also have wood veneer. You can get that as well. But it really is so gorgeous and really... Um, it's more, so more affordable than you think. One hundred percent. And you know, at Hammernix, they've got all of their installers on staff, which makes that super easy because you don't have to go out and find, you know, be your own general contractor and find them on the side. They have it all for you, soup to nuts. Or you can do it yourself if that's what you like. Great selection, wonderful people, mm-hmm. and convenient hours. They're open seven days a week. That's Hammernix.com for more information. When you stop by, tell them Lori and Julia sent you. Thanks, Grant. All right. Well, shocker of shocks. Um, really? Alec Baldwin, the news <laughs> came out today that um, he and the armorer would both be uh, charged with involuntary manslaughter, I believe. And they had George Stepanopoulos had Dan Abrams on this morning. And For the killing of... Of Helena Hutchins on the movie set of Rust. It happened about 15 months ago. And just like one of the most... Uh, you know, tragic stories that we've had to happen with a onset film, you know, death, you know, there's been other famous, there's been a long time. Brandon Crow, yes. Brandon Lee was Lee. killed on the Crow. And that was uh, quite a while ago, but this was just real shocking. And what was more shocking was just Alec Baldwin was such an idiot <laughs> being smug and rageful about all of this instead of just, Shutting up and being quiet and just waiting till they, because it obviously was an accident. It obviously was a terrible an accident. accident right. But how did the real life bullet get in there? And this morning, so George, what he did is he went on and he got in. I, to, I'm oh, getting to oh, that. Okay, so okay. George says to him, to Dan Abrams, well, what do you think? And he says, well, he certainly did himself no favors when he did that interview with you, George. So we'll mm. see what the district attorney for New Mexico has to say. So this is at about 10.30 this morning. Um, here's ABC, ABC News Live. About a year ago, Alec Baldwin did an interview with our George Stephanopoulos, and in it, he said that he did not pull the trigger of, uh, in the, of that gun in this instance uh, and seemed to want to emphasize that. I want to play that bite for you. So I take the gun and I start to cock the gun. I'm not going to pull the trigger. I, I said, do you see that? She was well, when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. 
you take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Hmm, what flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Just cheat it down and tilt it down a little bit like that. And I cock the gun. I go, can you see that? Can you see that? Can you see that? And she says, and then I let go of the hammer of the gun and the gun goes off. I let go of the hammer of the gun and the gun goes off. At the moment. The decisive that was the moment, moment the gun went off, yeah. That was the moment the gun went off. It wasn't in the script for the trigger to be pulled. Well, the trigger wasn't pulled. I didn't pull the trigger. So no. you never pulled the trigger? No, 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 no. I, I would mm. never point a gun at anyone and pull a trigger at them, never. Mm. never. That was the training that I had. You don't point a gun at me and, and pull the trigger at mm. Dan, since then, an FBI report has said that the gun could not have actually been discharged without pulling the trigger. How much is this going to come into play in this case now? A lot. I think it already may have come into play a lot. Mm. I think that the fact that Alec Baldwin went out publicly and insisted that that, of course, there was no way he pulled the trigger and that now prosecutors likely don't believe that hurt him in the process of deciding whether to charge him and what to charge him with. Now, does that necessarily mean there would have been a different decision if he hadn't done the interview? No. But this is a perfect example of why lawyers tell clients who are under investigation or who've been charged not to speak to the media because this really did hurt him. And perfect example. A perfect example. And they also might have taken into account the length of time, how long it took Alec Baldwin to turn his phone over. Right, it was a almost long time. a year. Yeah, it was a long time. They had to fight with him, and both uh, Alec Baldwin and and uh, you know the armor, this Gutierrez, Hiana uh, Gutierrez Reed. Yeah, they both both their lawyers released different statements, but they both are planning on fighting it. Yeah. Um, but we'll see what evidence you know they present. the the uh, the, the The district attorney was blistering towards Alec Baldwin. And act just because you're an actor doesn't mean you get a free pass. Just because you were on a film set doesn't mean you get a free pass. They took into account basically the workers, the people that walked off because yeah. there had been two or three gun firings that scared people. And so the morning of the the shooting of that scene, which resulted in a shooting... Like 15 people walked off the set because they said it was on. So, you know, it was all these different things. And um, uh, Helena's uh, husband released a statement. They're very happy that these two are getting charged with involuntary manslaughter. Which was so weird because about three months, maybe four months ago, Helena's husband said he was going back to work with Alec Baldwin because they wanted to finish Helena's story. They wanted to finish Let me Hollywood speak that. This is how Alec Baldwin's insurance was able to pay off some money to her husband. Because this movie, I think, and he maybe is going to have the rights to, maybe he's going to use the beautiful scenery footage the husband has, you know, and put together that. But he's getting the rights to that footage and he got paid money. Because Alec Baldwin is probably not going to have uh, anything. So, they're, yeah, they're both being charged one count of involuntary manslaughter. And the prosecutors will have to prove there's underlying negligence and then a fourth degree felony as well. And um, the it's, assistant it's, director who said 
you know, cold gun. He signed a plea deal for the charge of a negligent use of a deadly weapon, and he got a suspended uh, sentence in six months of probation. Now, we'll see if Alec Baldwin right. and Hannah, if they decide on the advice of their lawyers, they should take a plea deal or if it's going to go to trial. But right now, I mean, so far we haven't had a wave of smug rage from Alec Baldwin, but we said at the time when he sat oh. down last year with, we were, we couldn't believe the things he was admitting to and saying over and over. We're like, it's the first thing you guys said. Why is he doing this? It was his ego. It was only his ego. He, he had guilt on him. I mean, he yep. needed to set it himself free but it was just so wrong and it was so it's a kid caught in a lie trying to tell their story so they don't feel like they lied yeah it was shocking because all the political pundits this morning didn't think this was going to happen only dan abrams and he said because because of of, your interview with him george a lot i love how he emphasized how is this going to affect the trial a A lot lot. (laughs) a lot anyway so still so sad for her family the son and her husband and all of her i mean just tragic 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 thing all right listen we have a great book great book and julia for once has read on vacation and read books (laughs) cover to cover nice (laughs) yes Hey guys, it's Lori and Julia here for Crutchfield Dermatology and MediSpa. And there are some really great specials going on in January with the hydrofacial. You know, get your pores cleaned out, get your fine lines cleaned out, get things really cleaned and then give yourself the opportunity to indulge in all the solutions that they're putting into your face to help you increase your collagen output. And this is a good time of year too also Moisturization. to do um, like a celebrity peel or just do some kind of an AFT pixel laser. Yes. Because we're not... We're in, the in the sun, sun all the time. Exactly. It's a very good time of the year to do that. I stopped by Crutchfield, their, uh, their uh, winter party that they had yes. last night. A lot of low J people had stopped by and so Dr. Crutchfield and the MediSpa team want to thank people because they showed up they had some packaging and stuff and valentine's day is coming in oh, if you need a gift right. card that somebody will absolutely love and uh you can call linda and get a gift card it's 651-209-3679 okay we are delighted to have with us marie bennett who has written benedict, benedict oh thank you who's written the book the mitford affair which is unbelievable and a story I never knew about before about the Mitford sisters. And um, we are so delighted to have you with us, Marie. This book I read on my honeymoon last week and I could (laughs) not put it down. And it's nothing, you know, we've read so much historical fiction and you um, are such an excellent writer, but this story is wild. We want to also mention we're sponsored by the book club restaurant and if you go in there and mention Lori and Julie, you get a hot toddy. Mm-hmm. All right. So hi, hi Marie. Marie. After all that, sorry. Hi. Uh, I mean, wow. Thank you, first of all, for reading it, enjoying it, bringing it on your honeymoon. I don't know any details about that, but wow. Well, Thank it, you so much. And it, thanks for you got to have a great book on a, a beach vacation. And I knew a little bit about the Mitford sisters only in that i'm a longtime subscriber to vanity fair and i feel like they have had excerpts of like authorized books about the midfords and i remember just thinking oh i don't want to read one of those books but i'm glad i'm reading the vanity fair and so for you to have this fictionalized story of their life is just fantastic 
Well, thank you. I mean, honestly, those sisters gave me so much raw material to work with. I mean, they, uh, you know, for people who aren't familiar with them, you know, they're these brilliant, beautiful, eccentric kind of it girls of the 1920s and 30s. They're aristocrats Mm -hmm. in um, Great Britain. Each one is, you know, a little nuttier than the next. And yet they find themselves in the epicenter of the lead up to World War II in ways that are... I don't know if you guys would agree, but are kind of mind-boggling. I never, I never do. Mind-boggling. And we want people to read the book, so we don't want to. You tell everyone. No spoilers. No, no it's Marie. But how how did you, like, how did you come across or get interested Mm -hmm. in the Mitford sisters as a topic for this possible, you know, novel? Yeah, great question. Well, you know, I, I this is what I write. You know, I write about real historical women mm-hmm. um, who've left legacies, Love right, it. but who generally aren't that well-known. Some are super not unwell-known, and some are like the Mitfords who are have kind of, I don't know, inhabit our, our understanding in some very peripheral way. Yes. And I got to know them a little bit when I was actually in college, too long ago to mention. Mm-hmm. And um, I was on a like a year rail pass with a friend, and I wanted to bring a book that that could get me through because we didn't have cell phones. And so I found a compendium of Nancy Mitford, the oldest Mitford sister, her novels. Um, two of the most famous ones, Pursuit of Love and Love in a Cold Climate, are like thinly veiled, um, fictionalized accounts of this really quirky upper class British upbringing that she and her sisters had. You know, they were kind of wealthy. They lived on these crumbling manors and they were kind of left to their own devices and they were funny. And, and I just sort of found them entrancing. But when I was doing the deep research for another book I wrote called Lady Clementine, which is about Winston Churchill's wife, um, I learned a lot more about them because actually um, Clementine Churchill is cousin to the Mitford sisters father. She's actually a lot more than that, but that's a a story for another day. And, um, and so I started to learn more about the, the kind of escapades that these sisters get up to, which puts them, you know, really with unbelievable access to the leaders of pretty much every European country, uh, Italy, Germany, uh, Great Britain, in the lead up to World War II and in all these sort of political machinations that are ha- happening during this time. And and when I learned that, I, I just knew I wanted to tell their story in some way. Oh, my gosh. Marie, I, I, I guess for me, you know, it's so weird. It was so different reading a story about sisters in the 1930s. In One 20s, of them yeah. got a divorce from mm-hmm. a Guinness heir. And goes off mm-hmm. for this fascist leader that she just was so compelled with. You didn't even hear about divorce back then. And then their no. fascination with Adolf Hitler. I'm sorry. I just have never read anything like this. Did you just flip? Yeah, it, I, you know, it's funny you say that because it, I had never thought I would write anything like oh, that. Yeah. You know, you have these sisters, these two of the two of the sisters become absolutely enamored with fascism. And as you mentioned, this is not really a spoiler. One leaves her Guinness air husband for the head of the British Union of Fascists. And the other sister moves to Germany. And and she's a teenager. And she insinuates herself into Adolf Hitler's inner circle. Mm -hmm. And these two girls have access that no one else in Europe has to Nazism and to what's happening. And I had to, because they're actually enamored with it, look at Hitler and Mussolini and Oswald Mosley. 
um, and their movements through their eyes to mm-hmm. tell their stories. And sometimes it was extremely hard to do because how reprehensible those characters are. Right. And yet, in order to understand how they could take these, you know, these almost unimaginable steps that they do, yeah. I had to understand why these people were so compelling to these girls. Right. Give us- and it's interesting, too, you know, because you think of sometimes how loyalty has to be set aside because there's something greater going on, but people have very different ideas, too, about what loyalty is. Oh, yeah, that's a great point, you know, and where their lines are, where your loyalty to family or ideology or um, your belief systems, where the line between that and something else is. Because we see that now. I mean, you know, like you have with the January 6th or people who believe that, no, but I'm just saying that that is is a mindset you have to put yourself into in the 20s, 30s, when all of this was just taking a foothold. It's and just, slowly right. getting into people's heads and minds that it was okay. I mean, it, there it is really, something to be learned from it, they, or remembered. In what you said, we're with Marie Benedict. Her book is The Mitford Affair. She, um, her, she just chooses to write the hidden stories of historical women. And, and really, I have to, you know, Lori and I, prolific readers, I almost I fell, <laughs> fell off my beach chair when I started reading about how obsessed they were. With yeah. Nazism, and this is just wild. But it's wild. I bet it was hard. I to mean, write. I was driven yeah. to this story in part. I mean, it's so crazy, but also because I wanted to understand how seemingly, well, as normal as you, it's all relative. Normal as you think these women are, but women who have every advantage. Yeah. What it is that would attract them to these really extreme political movements? Mm-hmm. Um, things that are just beyond our imagining, and and. Uh, you know, it's not wasn't always pleasant to get in their heads right. and try and make sense of it. But I learned so much about the way in which people make choices around their belief systems. And, you know, that helped me understand a lot of, of sort of the polarizing things that are going on in our own world today. That's what yeah. I, I thought, too. I, I just thought, oh, this is just this is how it's done. You break the norms down little by Mm -hmm. little and you know it's kind of it is a form of you know kind of a gaslighting situation and then you have these sisters they're sisters right yeah you know and And that whole other layer of that and then the fact the whole snobby british aristocrat situation and all of that and and i have to ask you because you did all your research because you wrote about um clementine yeah clementine churchill who was the cousin of the mitford's um, sister's dad who seemed like he was a real flip-flapper not as much as the mom (laughs) but (laughs) yeah exactly i mean but but the the fact that you know winston churchill and you see mm-hmm. him come back, you know, kind of into power because he was ignored mm-hmm. while, you oh, know, Hitler was so. getting all of his power. And, and Neville Chamberlain was being a bootlicker to Hitler. This is fascinating. I love this book. Well, and you know what's amazing is as I was looking at these sisters, I'm thinking, oh, my God, how could they have these beliefs and support, right. you know, fascism? 
there was actually a big faction of upper class British society that got behind it mm-hmm. because they really looked at the at this sort of polarized political landscape as a battle between fascism and communism. And the communists would never allow them to keep their titles and their land mm-hmm. and their right. money. And but the fascists might. So it was kind of they were choosing between the lesser of two evils. And and so there was actually a a reasonably sized faction that that believed the sort of things that Diana and Unity, the two sisters, believed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60 percent on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. But no one went to the links that, they, that those two yeah. went. This would be such a, because I know your book birthday was just, just a couple days ago. This would be an excellent book for a book oh, club discussion. Unbelievable. Well, thank you. Yeah. I, I, that's what I hope. I hope that oh. people can gather together and and really kind of pick apart the, these these really, this crazy story and these really textured issues that are in it. Yeah. The, including and, things like issues. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I was just going to say, you know, one of the things that fascinated me, which I think a lot of people can relate to, I'm the oldest of six children. Mm -hmm. And while we are not the Midfords, thankfully, um, you know, I do. I'm fascinated with the way in which sibling relationships form people's personalities and their beliefs. Mm -hmm. And it it plays out in such bold relief with these Midford sisters. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, you see. Jessica becoming a communist, not necessarily because that's what she believes, but because her sister, Unity, is is a fascist. I know, but this was weird. I know. Isn't it crazy? I mean, you know, they have this childhood bedroom where they draw a line down the middle and one's decorated with swastikas and the other's decorated with a hammer and sickle. And this is real. This is real, people. I mean, this, Marie, I cannot. This book is, has made us think it's most unusual book we've read. In a, we've read in a really long time, mm-hmm. and it's so. It was such a page turner, and and I bet when you were done, you're kind of like, oh, who's yeah. next? <laughs> <laughs> Who am I taking yeah, I on next? Spending one on one time with the Midford. <laughs> yeah. What do you have? Yeah. Another? You know? Did you come across another historical person that we need to know about? Are you already in the, the yeah. mix of it? Yeah, actually, I have another book coming out in June. Oh, um, I have. Um, Books that I co-write with another author, Victoria Christopher Murray, mm-hmm. and um, the story we have coming out in June is called The First Ladies, and it's about the friendship between Eleanor Roosevelt and a woman that we should know as well as we know Eleanor. Her name was Mary McLeod Bethune. She was the first, oh. uh, the 15th in a family, firstborn free. Mary she founded Bethune. a college. Yes, the, the black um, woman. Cookman college in Flo- Florida. Yes. And she became... I'm sorry? That black woman from Florida, everywhere mm-hmm. you go, like in New Smyrna mm-hmm. Beach, Daytona, it's everything yes, is Bethune. That's, that's her. Oh, that's so she, wonderful. And Eleanor, 
became BFFs at a time of um, of uh, segregation, and they together behind the scenes really formed the foundation for the civil rights movement. So um, it was just such an honor to kind of delve in and find out there about their secret friendship. And when's that book coming out? In June. In we'll, June. We'll talk we'll with Kathleen Downer. Yeah. We'll talk with your publicist. This, okay. You were so delighted to get to know you. I want to go back and read your other books, Marie. Um, thank, thank you. you. Thank I you for your it. time. We ha- we have to ask you the last great book that you read. Oh, geez. That's such a tough one because I read so I know. many books. Um, I loved, you know, I really loved The Marriage Portrait by Maggie um, O'Farrell, which is about Lucretia de' Medici. She was a t- young teenager mm-hmm. in the Renaissance period who was, like, forced into a marriage. And it's just another, like, kind of unknown historical woman and, like, a really crazy story. Oh, oh well, I hope The Midford Affair gets picked up and produced by, like, maybe Nicole Kidman and it's on Netflix. Yeah, maybe it's a, a great story. Oh, your mouth. Yeah, Please. like a 10 part series, the costuming, the sets, it would be great. Yes. Oh, me too. Let's make that happen. Okay, right. Lori's on it. Um, what a delight <laughs> to meet you, Marie. Project. Thank you for I'm your sorry? time. What a delight oh, for thank us. You thank you so much for chatting with me and for reading. Oh, love it. All right, the book is The Mitford Affair. Give us a buzz at 651-641-1071. We've got a couple copies to give away. Or go pick it up because this this was this this book is something that'll stick with you. The Midford Affair by Marie Benedict. Thanks so much, Marie. Have a great Bye. day. You too. All right. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. All right, everybody. You know, we're just talking about how passionate we are about reading and learning our ex is, has scientifically proven way to teach people to learn how to read. And if your child is struggling with school and not picking up reading, it is. It makes absolutely everything hard, and um, there's help for it. One-on-one brain training through Learning RX works. Their proven system of teaching people how to read works. It's amazing the changes that you will find in your child when they start to learn how to pick up reading, are able to keep things in their mind instead of having to reread and reread and reread. Yeah, school will become, will go uh, from being something that's really a struggle and something that takes your kids' confidence down to being something enjoyable, you can feel good about it, and it sets you free as far as for the rest of your education life that you have because it, the reading it works. is key. Call Learning Rx. The Midford Affair, um, want to shout out to Joey. We know you and Barb. I think we know you too. So congratulations, both of you. We, Grant will put the books out in the mail. Sweet. Again, this was a, just a different type of book and yeah. it stays with you. I, I, when she said that, I, when we asked her, how did you find out about the Mitfords? Cause I had only heard of them because there was like X, an X serp from, a, like a biography about the Mitford, the six, the lives of the Mitford, when a, a book about them sure. that was factual, it wasn't a historical yeah, yeah, fiction. Yeah. And so I had heard that name and I just thought, wow, six beautiful sisters, but they and were one on the brother. Cusp. Yeah. yeah, all of that. But when she said she found out when she was on a Eurail pass and she picked up two of Nancy Mitford's books and I thought, geez, my Eurail book that I read to my two Do you girls, remember? The Story of O. I remember you told me that. Oh, okay, that's right. That's that was when your... we learned about S and M, and we learned about all kinds of things we had no idea. And I would read to the girls on the train. And when the author died, we were on the air. She, you know, she kept her identity secret for like forty years. And the that st- woman, the story of all. 
it's um it's it's uh it's it'll make all your tingly bits tingle. I remember you said that was yours. It's very it was the first erotic book I ever read mm-hmm. and it was really quite something. Other you know, I'd read like Dear Xavier Hollander and Playboy. Of course you did. And whatever. I, I never read any of those. I w- I read where like The Dove Flies by Kathleen Woodless or some of those bodice rippers. Yeah. You well, know? we were on a train yeah, together and fun. we picked it up in Europe. We were like, we didn't know how long some of these train rides were. Remember when you were just so desperate to find a book, you'd find it anywhere? And like, I read out loud to my friends and my one Lord. friend would just be going, oh my God, stop, stop. And my other friend, keep going, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can tell you which one's who was who. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, well, speaking of books, um, Pamela Anderson. Yes. She covers People magazine. She's the cover story, and Graham posted the cover story. Uh, her January 31st, in a couple of weeks, is a big day for her. Her documentary, Love Pamela, drops on Netflix, and her memoir of the same name, Love Pamela, drops uh, in you know bookstores. And People's cover says, the Pamela Anderson, you don't know her story of survival. And I thought about that, and I thought, yeah, think about it. You know, Pamela, whatever, she's 52 or 54, whatever she is. Her whole life has always been reduced to her body, the sex tape, and her marriages. Mm-hmm. That's basically it. Mm-hmm. You know, play, but yeah. that's it. And never had her looks. Her looks, mm-hmm. yeah, her yeah, body, same, same thing. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so I'm very, um, I'm very intrigued to watch the documentary and possibly read the memoir because my gosh, she really survived a lot of traumatic stuff just from the excerpts that uh, people has given us. Well, I mean, and she did promise us, remember the, after the Hulu thing came out, she's like, I'm going to tell my story and I'm going to tell my story. You're 100%. I don't know if she's going to write about Julian Assange because I have to say I am interested in that. But, um, uh, she, we do know that, um, she said that Tommy Lee really was my relationship with Tommy may have been the only time I was ever truly in love. We had fun and our rules were no rules. But the theft of their personal tapes from a safe in their garage, which was then made into a sex tape, increased the tabloid and paparazzi's relentless pursuit of them. She said it ruined lives starting with our relationship. And it's unforgivable that people still to this day think they can profit from such a terrible experience, let alone a crime who's never watched it. And... um, It's kind of... Remember when we started watching the Hulu thing, we were so excited for it. And then We, we... we made it through one and a half. Three. I think I yeah, made it I think through I made it through two. Mm-hmm. And I was just so grossed out. And then knowing that she didn't want it out there, I thought it was, yeah, I hate it. Yeah, we just quit. It, it I hurt, just quit. Yeah. I felt like we were part of it. Like, part if of, she doesn't want to see it, we don't want to see no, it because right. we're on her side. 100%. And she writes in the book uh, that um, she was holding seven month old Dylan and he twisted her arm, pulled it back behind yep. her, and Seven Tommy ripped Brandon off me and threw Dylan and me into a wall after he twisted her arm. And she called 911. He was arrested, served six months in jail. And she said, and that's really when everything just kind of went to hell. I divorced him, even though 
We both still loved each other. Mm -hmm. She said it was the hardest, lowest, most difficult point of my life. I couldn't believe that the person I love was most was most capable of what happened. That night we were both devastated, but I had to protect my babies. And I had to get away from him. And she said she and Tommy check in every once in a while. And she he's the father of kids, and yeah. I'm forever grateful. But it seemed like kind of... You know, felt bittersweet. So I don't know. Maybe I will read this. I'm book. well. We tried to get it on. I was so mad that they never got. Oh, back did to you me. contact them? Oh, totally. Well, I, I think she's just doing yeah, the I big know. stuff. She did CBS Sunday Morning. She's yeah. covering People I can't Magazine. Understand. Come on, Grant. Lori Why and isn't Julia? she answering Julia's call? Jeez. Why not? But, but she I think seems like be... in a good place, yeah. you know. And I know I will watch it, and I think it'll be because I think, uh, yeah, you're right, Pamela. Your life has been reduced to that's all you are. Was a pretty girl in the stands in Vancouver Island or something. And then you were on Baywatch and then you and had a sex tape and all, we all loved yeah. it. And then you can't. You're a fool in love. Ha ha ha. Yeah, so I, anyway. And when we saw her at Mr. Chow's beautiful. beautiful. Markets is